Hi, family, and welcome to another episode of Ready, Set, Procure, the podcast. I am Yolanda M. Tucker, your host. On today's episode, we are going to discuss the benefits of government contracting and scorecards. Clients have said, man, government contracting, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. And they're right. It is a lot of work. But here is some of the reasons that you should actually do all that work. Okay. Some of the benefits of government contracting. Government contracts are a tremendous financial opportunity for small businesses. You may get a small contract that will take you to the next level. You may get a large contract that will take you definitely to the next level. So either way, government contracting is a way for you to level up. So let's talk about the benefits of government contracting. I have clients that say, oh my goodness, Yolanda, putting together a bid response is a lot, 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 a lot of work. And they are absolutely correct. It is. But it is a lot of work that could level up your business. It could literally take your business to the next level. Government contracts are a tremendous financial opportunity for small businesses. The U.S. government is the largest customer in the world. It buys all types of products and services in both large and small quantities. And it's required by law to consider buying from small businesses. Now you may ask yourself, well, why would the government be required by law to to buy from small businesses? Well, there's a couple of reasons. Here are a few. One, the government wants to ensure that large businesses do not push small businesses out of the marketplace. Another reason is they want to gain access to new and fresh ideas. Well, in most cases, new and fresh ideas are housed in small businesses because small business owners usually think outside of the box. The government also wants to support small businesses as engines of economic development and job creation. There are over 32 million small businesses in the U.S. right now, and these businesses serve as jobs um, for communities around the world. And of course, it is definitely um, a big portion of the economic development across the nation. Also, it is to offer opportunities to disadvantaged socioeconomic groups. And those socioeconomic groups are woman-owned businesses, veteran-owned businesses, disabled veteran-owned businesses, hub zones, you know, those socioeconomic groups. I talked about those before and I will continue to talk about those. Um, like I said in a, 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 another podcast, um, to get a socioeconomic uh, designation, you would have to complete an application and submit it and with all of the documentation, the required documentation, and then you would be designated as a disadvantaged socioeconomic group. And that could change the game for you and your business. So just be mindful, be mindful of that, because again, this is a way that you as a small business owner can level up. You know, you may get a small contract that's a couple of hundred thousand dollars or a couple of thousand dollars, a couple of hundred thousand dollars, or you may get million dollar contracts. It's according to the product or service that you are selling, as well as what the government is looking to buy. So how does it work? Well, the process is there's usually a solicitation. That's RFP, RFI, or ITB. Um, It's evaluation of those bids and then awarding of the contracts. But all of that should take place on a level playing field. So this contracting guide that the government has ensures that small businesses are on a level playing field. The government should consider a bid from any qualified business. 
federal agencies must publicly list their contract opportunities. Some of these contracts are set aside exclusively for small businesses. In some cases, these set-aside contracts might consist of certain types of tasks that are on larger contracts. In others, the entire contract may be reserved for that small business. When a contract is set aside for one specific small business, it's called a sole source contract or a sole source award. And I will at some point do a podcast about sole sourcing. Um, But again, just be mindful that government contracting, again, can literally take your business overnight um, from, you know, barely surviving to, to actually thriving. So those are benefits of government contracts. Please, you guys, be mindful and take advantage of the information that's available to you. Um, I've given you some websites and some information. I gave you that procurement power page. Please go to it. Find out more information about different agencies. In that particular podcast, I talked about DLA. I'm going to talk about some others here when we talk about scorecards. All right, so let's jump into scorecards. Scorecards is an assessment tool that's used to measure how well an agency, and this the ones we're going to talk about today are federal agencies. It may be to measure your performance. So scorecards are used for different things. But today we're going to talk about agency scorecards. I love scorecards. I usually do my scorecards, my performance scorecards for my subs. Um, and I have red and green on there so they, they can look at it and tell exactly where they are performing well and where, and in, in, and in the areas that they need improvement. So again, I absolutely love scorecards because it's a, a visual. I do visual scorecards. So it's visual. I can see it. I can immediately address issues that we need to improve. But anyway, today we're going to talk about. Um, agency scorecards. Now, agency scorecards are usually done on an annual basis. A performance scorecard, on the other hand, could be done on a monthly basis, a quarterly basis, a semi-annual basis, an annual basis, or as completion on, a, on an as-completed basis, I should say. So, you know, those are those are things that you want to be mindful of. You want to make sure if you are getting a scorecard that you understand how to read the scorecard and that you understand what need what information needs to be taken from that scorecard to ensure that you are performing to standard of that contract. Okay, so I'm looking at the most current agency scorecard, and this is from the SBA, the U.S. Small Business Administration, and they have 24 agencies here that are scored. And believe it or not, these grades are awesome, you guys. The reason that I want you to look at this scorecard and come from, become familiar with it is because these are the agencies that you would be um, looking for solicitations from. So that you could respond to those solicitations, win a bid and get a contract. Okay, so I'm just going to go through the list again. There's 24 here. Um, I'm going to go through the list. So the Department of Commerce is the first one. They have a A plus with one hundred and thirty two point zero one percent is their percentage. Um, The next one, Department of Homeland Security. They are also a A plus at one hundred and twenty two point eighty percent. The Department of Defense is an A at 103.58%. The Department of Energy, A, 115.83%. The Department of Justice is A, 107.87%. The Department of Labor, A+, 131.04%. The Department of Transportation is an A at 111.25%. 
the Department of Education is an A at 104.79%. The Environmental Protection Agency is an A plus at 122.56%. General Service Administration, which we know as GSA, is an A plus at 138.70%. The Department of Health and Human Services is a B at 92.34%. The Department of Housing and Urban Development is a C. That's 82.79%. The Department of Interior is an A plus at 133.22%. National Aeronautics and Space Administration, which we know as NASA, is an A at 106.22%. Nuclear Regulatory Commission is an A plus at 136.98%. National Science Foundation is an A plus at 129.11%. The Office of Personnel Management is an A-plus at 144.71%. The Small Business Administration, which most of us refer to as SBA, is an A-plus at 120.20%. The Social Security Administration is an A at 101.19%. The Department of State is an A-plus at 128.82%. The Department of Treasury is a B at 99.99%. U.S. Agency for International Development is an A at 100.31%. The U.S. Department of Agriculture is an A at 116.26%. Department of Veteran Affairs is an A at 100.05%. Government-wide, they are an A at 109.59%. Now, you may say, okay, you've read all that off and you've given me these letter grades and these percentages, but what exactly does that mean, Yolanda? Well, here's what it means for me. I would go through and look at all of the agencies that have A or A plus. I would go to those first, because, again, this is telling us that these agencies are awarding contracts to small businesses. The next thing I would go and do is find out what they have awarded in my next code. So I need to understand, OK, you're awarding contracts, but what are you buying? So go and look and find out what they're buying and find out. Again, what solicitations are open, find out what's coming up in the near future and what has already been awarded. And the reason that you want to know what's already been awarded, because it may be something that a product or service that you want to um, solicit to the government. But you are you know that that award has already been made and it may be for three years, five years, eight years, 10 years. You just you have to look and see how long that contract is. But you also want to know that information so that. In those that that when that time period is up, you're ready. You're ready to bid on that contract. Or the other reason you want to know is you want to know who got that contract. So reach out to them. They may need a sub. They may not know they need a sub as of yet. Because guess what? If the government needs more of the product or service and they cannot facilitate what the government needs, then they may sub with you and say, hey, you are offering the same product or a similar product to ours and the government will accept that. So we'll pull you in as our sub and then we can still continue to service the government. So there's a lot of ways that this stuff works. It's just not one path or one way that it can work. I've seen a lot of different things happen in the 20 plus years that I've been a contract manager. So again, be open to what's out there, but most importantly, be informed, understand where to look. So I've given you a list of different agencies based on their scores that you can go through and look. Now, if it were me, 
unless I had a product or service that was um, geared towards the Department of Housing and Urban Development, they would probably be the last place I look right now because although they are definitely awarding small businesses contracts, they're not awarding them at the level of A or A+. They're at a C. So, and then again, it's kind of how you think about it. Um, and this is where your procurement strategy would come in because you may say, well, they're not awarding a lot of contracts, which means they have a lot of contracting dollars that they can award. So maybe I need to look over there. So again, it's about perspective. I probably would look at the A and A pluses first to see what's out there. Now you want to, you say, you're probably saying, well, how do I go and look and see what's out there? Remember a couple of podcasts back, I gave you that procurement power page that had all of these different links that you could go to and, and, and find this information. Um, as we are going forward in next season, season two, because we're almost done with season one, ladies and gentlemen, and I am so excited. But next season, I'm going to go into, you know, even more in, in depth into how you find um, these particular um, opportunities, contracting opportunities, okay? So at the end of the day, again, just be mindful, there are great benefits to government contracting because it can help you as a company level up to that next level, okay? Um, Tremendous financial opportunity there for small businesses. And again, you wanna look at those agencies that have a A and A plus ratings um, and look and see what's there for you and your company. Okay. Um, Again, we have one episode left in season one of Ready, Set, Procure the podcast. And next week I have a guest on. Please, you guys, make sure you, you catch this podcast because this young lady, she's my cousin, but she's also a small business owner that has lost a contract. So I think in episode two or three, Greg um, talked about losing a contract, but she goes into in-depth detail about her losing the contract and what she had to do in order to recoup some of the money that she'd lost um, in, in this contract. And it was a breach of contract. And so we talk about it very intimately. Um, and so it is just great information. And so sometimes it's just better to know what not to do um, as, just as well as it is to know what to do. Again, I thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Ready, Set, Procure. Happy holidays to you and your family. And remember, you've been Tucker Trained.